Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you <laughs> you alright? Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? I'm alright. So, we are talking April 1981. Yeah. Uh, so I would have been... What birthday would have I been celebrating in 81? Eight. Eight. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? Looking like through some of the stuff that we can look at... It is quite scary, like, that you do remember so much stuff from when you're eight years old. Yeah. Blimey. How's your week been? Uh, How's your month been? Yeah, I just, I'm fucking fed up with lockdown. Just want it to end. Well, it's, it's ending soon. Um, How's yours been? It's been all right. It's like, yeah, much the same. Like, you, had a, you had a birthday on your old core listing podcast, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, four years old. Right, so yeah, got to. Uh, well, we didn't really do anything. We we we, we spoke about we done a little sort of celebratory uh, episode where we spoke about top five guests we'd like to have on. So we done. Where that. was I? Uh, you've been on, so you don't count. Oh, right. Like, um, yeah, so we had like kind of like the best ones that we could possibly want to have on. Um. So yeah, the, but oh, I don't know. It's a little anniversary i suppose you just got to grab all the little kind of high as you can at the moment and yeah fuck yes yes yeah um what do you want to start with today i mean we've got films tv uh some kind of moments in history charts so we just start with films as normal it like it take three minutes and move on to music well we'll see uh april the 10th 1981 yeah? Yeah. Star Wars. No, no, that, that's, that's a mistake. 
Star Wars was 1977. wasn't it? Why is it in there? Just don't fucking go on movie phone. They give you false information. That's probably <laughs> when it come out on Betamax. <laughs> Why? Do you know what? What's annoying is, right... I know full well that Star Wars come out in the 70s. Why did, was I so convinced? When Your I, dad had already been in the Empire Strikes Back by this point. You'd, he was probably creaming the royalties in by this point. <laughs> in which case... That's how you afforded that Millennium Falcon. In which case, uh, films is probably going to take about a minute. Um... Why is there Star Wars two sites I went on Star Wars was on there? Is your chair always that squeaky? Yeah. Well, always? Yeah. All right. Well, you have to have something that annoys listeners. Normally, it's like on the other ones, it's eating crisps, but we've we've ate the crisps, so we've done that uh, pre-pod. Um, oh, I feel a bit embarrassed now. We'll just edit it out. You've, you've, I mean, I'm going to be editing it, so we won't. But No, I know. Like, I've literally come round today showing you my new Star Wars posters that are framed on the wall, my new Star Wars retrospective toys that I've been buying. But, oh, you had... To, <laughs> oh, was, that's what the... We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you had 25 minutes on Star Wars. I literally was going to go in, and it's like, what would have happened on April the 10th, 1981, then, for Star Wars-wise? Come out on Betawix. Must have been something like that. Oh, fucking hell. There's... There's not a lot else. Uh, Escape from New York. What was Escape from New York? It's Kurt Russell, right? And I believe the uh, soundtrack was... Was it Marauder? Who does that? Let's have a little look. Uh, the chair does seem more uh, squeaky than usual, It does it? seem more squeaky, and that's why I mentioned it. Uh, let's have a little click on there. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's just... A load of films again that like I've never heard of. Well, I tell you what, I saw, I saw Cannibal Ferox that we talked briefly about. Was yeah. it last month or the month before? I definitely, I definitely fucking saw Cannibal Ferox. Yeah. I think I, bor- I think I did actually borrow it off Stuart Turner. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, 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 and uh, I think that was one where she got her knockers cut off. Or- it was, yeah, it was really horrid. Uh, John Carpenter is escaped from New York and it is Kurt Russell uh, and Lee Van Cleef and Donald Pleasance. Uh, Was he a nonce? Who? Donald Pleasance. I don't think so. Are you thinking of Donald Fisher? (laughs) Donald Fisher weren't a nonce. He was an an Ed Master in an impeccable record. Mm. Was Pleasance a nonce? Why? Google it. Donald Pleasance. He looks a bit of a nonce. That's not enough. That's not enough to go on. Um, right, have I literally... Do you want me to Google is, is Donald, Donald Pleasance, Pleasance a nonce? Fucking hell. Is Donald... This is podcast gold, isn't it? Uh, is Donald Pleasance uh, still alive? Uh, we He died in 1995. <laughs> he does look a bit dodgy. Uh Right. It's like Arthur Mallard, he died, and then it all came out after his death, didn't it? Uh, legacy. I mean, oh, blimey, he's made some a lot and lot of films. Uh, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's no... Um, he was married four times. Uh, but, yeah, there's, um, there's nothing to uh, suggest that uh, <laughs> he'd done anything inappropriate. Well... This can be the podcast that exonerates people that have had their names tarnished. By you? 
No one, no one is suggesting that Donald Pleasant's OBE uh, ever done anything wrong. You don't get an OBE unless you're part of the fucking Smelly Finger Club. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. It's true, and it all them people with OBEs and fucking MBEs and your sirs. They're all fucking. They're all either at it or they're turning a blind eye. Is that is that the kind of rules at the clubhouse? Well, I think I think it is because well, would you, would you have if, if someone offered you one? Would you have it? No bollocks. No, no, not for a fucking minute. I hate. I fucking hate the establishment. I know you would. You're like fucking Gary Barlow, <laughs> <laughs> sucking every fucking dirty cock that comes your way to try and fucking get there kneeling in front of the queen. Do you know what? Like, I mean, it's a problem that neither of us are ever going to have to deal no, with. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think... Oh, I don't know. If someone said, do you want to be knighted? Or, like, you know, have, like, letters after your name, like an OBE or an MBE. It's bollocks, and I hate everything it stands for. But it'd be a nice little kind of conversational start. Oh, you it? corporate cunt. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get all that without standing there in the corner room while a load of fat men go through some fucking 14-year-old boy who's off his head on poppers. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not suggesting that, 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 you know, that, that could very much be the case. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people must have got, like, an OBE that ain't into all of that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, we, Daily, we, Tom, Daily Thompson didn't. Or Frank Bruno. Like, we, seven minutes in and it's just non-chat. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right, what other films come out? What's this? happened to this podcast? It used to be all Police Academy, didn't it? It's gone downhill. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I've, oh, I've still got fucking Donald Pleasance on my screen. Right, Escape from New York. Oh, uh, I meant to tell you, I've got some... Um, I, I, I found out... Uh, I watched Police Academy 2 in the week, and I haven't watched it for ages, and had a little fucking Google about it afterwards. Right. And, uh, you know, like, Larville Jones, I think, was the only one... Did he? Was he the only one that did all seven, or there was three or four of them that did all seven? Oh, he was the only one that did the, the TV series afterwards. Was and, there a TV series? Yeah, but I think it was, like, an animated series. Oh, and then, yeah. And then... I. I found out from that there was some little fucking car, uh, like figures. Figures. Yeah, so I, I went on eBay and got, got Mahoney and Larville Jones. And I meant to fucking bring them around, but the Larville Jones, you kind of push the arm and the mouth kind of comes out like he's, like he's doing noises. So you can do your own noise. Like... <laughs> How much were they? I don't need like fucking seven quid. I mean, they ain't got the, the, the weapons and stuff with them, but I was only like seven quid each. And you think... Might as well fucking do it. Oh, I'd love a little Mahoney figure. There's a Hightower one as well. Is that like like an action man size? Yeah, the others are all like 10 centimetres, and that one is like three foot. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I got in my daughter's car the other day to because uh, she's learning to drive, so she's got this tiny little KA. And, uh, <laughs> Would you rip the front seat out? And literally, as I got in, like... Carol was like, it was like watching Hightower get in the car because where she'd had the seat forward as well, I sort of got into it before moving the seat, which, you know, move the seat first, it's a lot yeah. easier. But I didn't, I was just being lazy and I just got in and she said it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, 
do you know what I've said it before on this podcast but just looking at like the um, all the covers of the films that come out in, in, in the early 80s the cover art is so good yeah like there's one here called Savage Harvest uh, first they prey on human fear then they feed on it uh, it looks like it's a film there's a woman um, not wearing a bra uh, wearing a white shirt, which he's probably only got one button done up, uh, with a, a lion uh, about to savage her. Uh, but the actual artwork looks brilliant. Like, oh, one one of the things I, I read uh, about Police Academy Two was on the cover of it. There's just there's you know all, all your usual you know your fucking high towers, your yeah. Mahoney's, your Larville Jones, your Tacklebridge, your Lassards, yeah. and then there's just some random blonde bird who ain't even in the film. Because in the eighties you had to have one on the on the film poster. Wow! Is that what even Callahan? No, no, it was not like because she she weren't in the second one because right. I, I think she she got up the duff or something so I couldn't do the film. But yeah, it was just just some random blonde bird. Wow! I'm going to start doing that. My albums just lots. <laughs> just as an excuse random to blonde bird on the blonde birds. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I did find another film. Go on. Uh, Gregory's Girl. Oh. Bloody hell. Which I've, I've never actually fucking seen Gregory's Girl, but it's always been one of them ones that I've, I've really wanted to see. But, uh, you know, you're just fucking just a lazy cunt if you're kind of mm. one of them people that says, oh, yeah, it's one of them films I really wanted to see when everything's fucking available. But no, I still haven't seen it. But it's got Claire Grogan in yes, it. Yes, it has. Yeah. I haven't seen that since I was young. Um, and... I literally looked for it on Prime the other day, and it's one of the ones that you still have to pay for. And it's oh, is like, it? Oh, I can't justify that when there's loads of other shit on. No, just have a wank over on YouTube, like exactly. on top of the pops. I know, I know. Oh, what was your favourite old images song? Um, uh, don't talk to me about love. Yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's fucking brilliant. I could punch someone in the face if I heard "Happy Birthday" again. I'm just not having. I'm just not having. Like and Stevie Wonder, I'm not having a song that's called "Happy Birthday." That's not just the traditional "Happy Birthday" song. So, well, well, let's let's should we talk about Stevie Wonder then? Because I think everyone has an issue with that song, right? Because nobody can diss the fact that Stevie Wonder has made. I'll tell you what, I know that Stevie Wonder's in the top ten. Should we just save this until we get to music? Because I want to talk I want to talk about Stevie Wonder. Oh right, then, yeah. So let's let us let us let us keep it on the films. I mean, I would suggest watching Gregory's Girl. It's a proper I do want to see I do yeah. want to Watch see Gregory's then. Girl. Put your hand in your fucking pocket. You can spend money on you fucking <laughs> on fucking <laughs> Mahoney figures. <laughs> can I come round here and we but do you, two quid each? No, I don't want to be fucking sitting next to you with your fucking cock in your hand <laughs> watching Grogan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a pillow on me lap. I would not be happy. Um all right, well look, let's um let's let's talk uh, let's talk records. There's a new number one. What's it, the new number one? It's the fizz, mate. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. You gotta speed it up and you gotta slow it down. Was you uh who did you fancy, Cheryl or Jay? Um I actually fancied Cheryl. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Yeah. Weird that, weird that though. Yeah, why? Hey, well, I don't know. She's got a bit more about her, Jay, isn't she? In retrospect. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it's weird because they'd obviously 
we should also, I guess they won Eurovision in this this month. They did, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, has there been, I mean, we're pretty hard up for achievements in this country, aren't we? Because people still dine out on that, don't they? Well, yeah, it's because the only good thing that's happened since we won the World Cup. <laughs> we won Eurovision. <laughs> Eurovision, Torval and Dean, uh, is that it? What else have we done? Well, Wilbert Greaves had the fastest start, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, good point. <clears throat> yeah, no, he, he's but he's fucking success is thin on the ground, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, done some Olympic stuff and that, but like it's a law of averages says you're going to win some of that. Redgrave won like four four golds, but I mean, he never fucking turned around and whipped off fucking someone's skirt in the middle of the fucking race, did he? And no, like, and also like, can you win? Can you really? Class it a sport if you're sitting down. No, no. The Apart old... from the Paralympics, obviously, they're all sports. They are. The uh, the thing that... The whole idea of sport is you get off your ass, <clears throat> and if you're sitting in a boat, like I've been, I've, I've rowed boats. It's like dinghies, canoes, and things like that. It's not strenuous. It's like it's fun. Yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily a sport. Um. So yeah, I think in in retrospect, what the fizz achieved with making your mind up in Eurovision far outweighs the achievements of Stephen Redgrave. Yeah. I- don't hear any argument from me. Yeah. Um, are you a what fa- about if he'd have whipped his shorts off at the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been brilliant. Uh, I think that would have, yeah, just just kind of up the, <laughs> upped his game a little it's bit. The cherry on the cake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and obviously just kind of changes the whole format of like the... The, the coxless really but, um, <laughs> but yeah I think um, well I want to talk about the Fizz a little bit anyway because uh, they were like a perfect pop when you was a kid weren't they like that both what was it Bobby and what were the fellas called Mike Mike Nolan and yeah was it Bobby had the accident no it was Mike Mike alright okay and so you've got you make it sound like one of them shit themselves on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I remember, like they had just the coolest hair, like not too dissimilar from yours. Um, but they had like proper like eighty. Like, no one has hair like that anymore. Like really thick, yeah, like mops. I suspect what they may have been wearing wigs. What mm. bollocks? Mm. Really? Yeah. I suspect. Okay. Well, well. I have my suspicions. Okay. Well, um... Not the birds, though. No. So, did you like any of Buck's Fizzy's output? Uh, I, I mean, 
I guess I can't not like making your mind up because it's so ingrained in us. But I really like Land and Make Believe. Yeah. Uh, and who wrote that? I saw an, an interview with the bloke that wrote that, and he wrote other songs as Leonard well. Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen did not write Land and Make Believe. <laughs> <laughs> Run <laughs> the sun, little one. Um, yeah, I fucking I love Land and Make Believe. I think it's great. Uh, what were the other ones? I don't know. Cameron never lies oh, anymore because yeah. there's nothing worth lying for. Ay, 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 yo. No, that's Haircut 100. No, that's um, a, a, a different oh, right. combination of noise. They ay, all ay, made ay, that, ay, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, they all made them noises, didn't they? One person started making them and then everyone just kept... Yeah. Ico, Ico. Yeah. What was Modern Romance's one? I, 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 Moosey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There was a lot of them, weren't there? And then they started the African charts, and everyone fucking had one, didn't they? Yep. Eurasia had one, Michael Jackson. Yep. Is that it? No, everyone. Oh, okay. Um, Number two, we spoke about Shaky, didn't we, last time? We did, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, So three, Stevie Wonder lately. So let's discuss uh, the wonder of wonder. Uh (laughs) <laughs> that was so partridge. Did you have that ready? No. <laughs> I'll come around and check your notes. Um, I mean, what's your favourite wonder? Um, it would have to be. Yeah. Is it superstition? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think there's better ones. Oh, do you reckon? Mm. Because I don't know. I'm just I'm just not a massive fucking fan of him. Hmm. What do you like? Baby, everything is alright. Yeah. Uptight. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? Oh, it's fucking great uptight. I like that. Um I really like uh my Sharia more. Um No, I, I I don't really it's just a bit soapy, like a bit saccharine love songy. And what's um uh, oh, what's one of the other really, really early ones? It's fucking brilliant. Um, oh, bloody hell. Uh, I'm going to have a little look. But uh, did did you... I, I think with, like, Stevie Wonder... I Was Made to Love Her. That's fucking brilliant. How's that go? Oh, I'll find it. With Stevie Wonder... Signed, Sealed, Delivered. That's a tune. Yeah, they're all right. For once in my life. Yeah, they're all right, but they ain't like reach out, I'll be there, are they? Do, do you know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot better fucking songs, I think, than than uh, what he used to wheel out. Right. But I get why I get why he's good and why people like him. So good. It sounds like the theme tune to Sesame Street. Oh, Jamiroquai was not shy of ripping this off, was he? So, what's your problem with Happy Birthday? Um, it's not the Happy Birthday song. It's used. It's, it's stolen the words from the Happy Birthday song. Yeah. And put them to just some fucking random tune that's yeah. not Happy Birthday, like. When it's my birthday, I want people to sing happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear cunt, 
happy birthday to you. I don't want happy birthday to you. And I don't want happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> like, I don't want a different happy birthday. I want the I want the happy birthday that means happy birthday. But because of time, in insofar as like it's nipped in the bud, you blow your candles out within like twenty seconds. I mean, it is. It's a good. It, the song's a good length. Is there a second verse? Yeah. That's a lie. Yeah, but it, it, seems, it goes cumpleaños, feliz, cumpleaños. You know, like Blondie and that. They'd always put an, yeah, right. like they'd put a French verse in. Oh, okay. It goes into Spanish, then it goes back to English. Right. Uh, and then. Then ends. Right, okay. With a like, do, 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 do. See, I think there's something really uncomfortable about singing Happy Birthday, and I hate having it sung at me. Obviously, people don't really sing it at you anymore when you're old. But, like, oh, I hate it. I think it's really horrible. Well, you'd rather everyone was just dancing around going, Happy Birthday to you. I, I would, rather than having, like, my missus and my mum and dad going, happy birthday to you. The thought of having fucking Grogan in a little hat and a fucking short skirt, fucking Poe going around going, happy birthday, happy birthday. It'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah, now you've put it like that. Yeah, yeah I'm on board. There you go, thank you. Yeah, but if Grogan was going to turn up every year, like in her, in her early 20s, yeah. and, and, and sing that annoying fucking happy birthday version, <laughs> but like, you know, Poe going around and that, like, I, I I feel a bit sorry for Stevie Wonder and that song because it's. Do you think like I'm not even I've got my songs confused now, right? I want to talk about I just called to say I love you. Yeah. Right, because do you think that's good? Um. Yeah, I do. Because it gets a fucking bad rap that song, doesn't it? Yeah, but but that was the first Stevie Wonder song I heard. That's that's what I was going to say. It's like. All the fucking, all the big 60s people, we heard their 80s songs before their 60s songs. And and I think, like, I think that was the case for Stevie Wonder, for Tina Turner, for Aretha Franklin, for um, Smokey Robinson. And I think all them people, you heard their kind of slightly cheesy, overproduced 80s songs mm. before you actually learnt what they'd, what they'd done in the 60s. And share... Yeah, like all all them people. You heard their eighties songs, and then you you found out that they were proper fucking artists in the sixties. And like some of their eighties stuff was pretty. Like, like look at fucking Aretha Franklin, like that fucking thing with George Michael. Yeah, there was that. But I've got a bit, going back to Wonder. I had I remember like my mum and dad had this silver record called Motown Chartbusters, and it was on in our house a lot. So I definitely heard my Sharia Moore before I'd heard like I just called to say I love you. And I think like songs like um, "Isn't She Lovely," I think I'd I'd heard that as well. Yeah, like just through like I don't know where, but I, I knew them songs. But yeah, but then there's things like you know I probably heard "Being with You" by Smokey before I'd heard "Tracks of My Tears" and yeah, I def- 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 like definitely that. did. That's a good song though. Like, yeah, it's all it's all right, but it ain't like fucking Tears of a Clown, is it? It's no Tears of a Clown. Oh, that's a tune that is. What was the temptation? Four tops, loco in Acapulco. Yeah, and but temp- but they'd, uh, they already had like was Reach Out. I'll be there was used on a fucking Right Guard advert that's or something, right, when yeah. it, and, and was kind of re-released and got back in the charts. Temptations, treat her like a lady. I don't know if I really like anything by The Temptations, do you? 
I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Oh, I ain't too proud to beg. It's a fucking tune. Bom, no, I asked about bom, 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 bom. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh, sorry. Right. All right. I'll take, take that back. Yeah. This podcast is basically me correcting you. Well, you know, I think the listeners will be the judge of that. <laughs> what was the load of shit you... Yeah, you fucking... No, it's the, this podcast is the listeners correcting you. Paula Radcliffe shit herself on the London Marathon. Thank you, Seaside Wolf. Uh, also, uh, I've had a letter. Uh, oh, no. I've had a little message come in, which I thought... Uh, I was going to text you and uh, and mention it. And I just thought, no, nah, no, I won't. I'll, uh, I'll wait till we record him. Uh, you're like this. Uh, this is from uh, KGB. Uh, Hello, I've just listened to the March 81 episode of Acceptable in the 80s and got to the bit about Dusty Bin. This is mental. Listening to it made my blood run cold. Not sure that's the right phrase to use, to be honest. We had one of those knockoff furry ones in the 80s and we used to keep toys in it. It was brown, red nose with a black furry lid, probably from a market. The same as what we had. Uh, Back then, I shared a room with my brother and... uh, uh, and either late one night or early morning, I remember him getting up, walking over to it, removing the lid and pissing in it, <laughs> and then getting back into bed before I shaved to tell mum. <laughs> Listening to you tell the story of your brother doing the same thing was blowing my mind. Every detail that unfolded was almost identical, except I watched him do it rather than see the cars in the bath the next morning. Fucking hell, what's the chances? I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> How weird. fucking good's that? Yeah, it's fucking great. <clears throat> um, right, I'm going to go through the top ten and some other tunes we spoke about. In the last one, didn't we? Name's Dana Gogo. It's a good job you did that because I didn't recognise it. Well, yeah, but what we didn't speak about was: Did you know that one of the blokes from Landscape wrote the beat, uh, the theme tune to the Bill? Fucking hell, I watched Top of the Box today uh, and they'd done a big thing on the bill and there was Mark Wingett and Bob Cryer talking about how everybody knows the theme to the bill. And that was by him. Yeah, one of the, one of the blokes from Landscape wrote it. Wow. You Do love you... the bill, didn't you? I, I, I used to love the bill. I, I didn't miss a fucking episode for like the first ten years of it. Yeah. Was it when it went sort of twice weekly? Is that when you started to kind of struggle? No, do you know when I fucking... I went off it when they kind of... I think when it went like... They, they were doing like hour-long episodes. Cause it, it was like half hour when it first yeah. started off. And it was just all about the coppers. Yeah. Just like nicking someone. Yeah. And then it kind of become more like a soap thing where it become more about people's private lives and that. Yeah. And there was still some good... There was still some good stuff, but I just kind of like... Yeah, just fucking... I don't... Yeah, you know, I just want to go and see like some action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, some other songs in there. Uh, Sugar Me Not, My Not, is that pronounced My Not? Because uh, we've got a good thing going on. Real oh, good. Right. I like that. Uh, covered by... Um, Sid Owen. Sid Owen. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> thought I was going to be all pleased with myself at no cunt to know that. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah, covered by Sid Owen. What version do you prefer? Sid Owen. Like it was, uh, yeah, it was. Did a, it was a video on a beach. That's right. Yeah, probably uh, in a kind of. I imagine like a Brent top white, white yeah. shirt, three quarter length white sort of uh, short. How does that come about? <sighs> well, I mean, the eighties was 
the time for soap stars to release records. Yeah, but that, that, was in about two fa- that was in about 2000, though, Sid Owen. Yeah. Who done it first? Uh, would it be one of what one of the neighbours one? No fucking. No. There was someone from Cross. Um, my mum from my mum Audrey, Audrey Roberts. Roberts when she was in Crossroads she sung something and then had a single out of it. It was like a, a, a slow song. I only heard it last week. I remember Sue Pollard had a, had a couple of hits. Oh, she did. Didn't what was her one? Starting, Starting together. together. Uh, and then obviously uh, Wixie. Yeah. You know. Big hit. That was a number one, wasn't it? It was a Every number loser one. Every loser wins. Yeah. Uh, Dobson. <laughs> she uh, she she belted out uh, anyone it, can fall in love. It's cheating though, isn't it? Has anyone put words to the Coronation Street theme yet? I think, I think, I think I've got it on picture disc. Betty Turpin done a version. Of <laughs> 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 uh, no, I mean that is... Piss poor and like. Um, Come in and have a pint. Yeah. Did they. The, the Howard's Way theme, was that Marty Webb or Marty Kane? One of them won it. Um, Always there. Marty Feldman. Love, Marty McFly. Your love <laughs> is always there. Was that. Was the Howard's Way theme. And then she just sung over it. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. But but like what uh, any was it anyone anyone can fall in love? Yeah, I'll tell you the best one. I've got a good idea. <laughs> I'll be so good for you. I could be so good for you. I'm gonna. It's a fucking great song that is. Yeah, it's a it's a bloke song, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think there's a what bloke song was he talking about the other day. I think we actually mentioned that as a bloke song on one of the one of the first episodes. We were talking about Chaz and Dave being music for fellas, weren't we? Yeah. I could be so good for you. I don't think there's a more of a fucking bloke anthem than that. The 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 song wears a brown leather jacket, doesn't it? <laughs> it don't wear a brown leather jacket. It wears a brown leather. <laughs> yeah. Don't even need to say jacket. Oh dear, Terry McCann. What? I mean, he was just a bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Jacksons uh, were in at number eight. Uh, Can you feel it? One of my favourite songs by the Jacksons. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, that's the one where you start to realise just how good Michael Jackson's voice is, because mm. they're all doing their little bit that all sounds really nice, and then it does the whole "Are oh, the children of the world." And it's like different level. Oh, now you said about the children of the world, we're not going to be able to let that go, are we? In at number nine was the Whispers. <laughs> It's a love thing. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, I thought you'd like that. It's all right. Uh, Links at 10, uh, intuition. I'm not being racist, but I can't tell Links apart from imagination. They were they were like kind of in the same gang. So if you ever see uh, uh, Lee John talk about he talks about them two like basically being obviously quite pioneering yeah. uh, on, 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 you know, bringing British black... Music. I was say because I knew Imagination were British, but links with British. As yeah, well, it's, it was David Grant, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, and was it David Grant? Or was it? Yeah, David Grant and was Junior Giscom in Links. Oh, I don't know. I think yeah, maybe Junior Giscom, but Giscom was in uh, Links as well. But uh, yeah, um, Dan Dan Four was Kids in America. We we spoke about Sexy Kim, didn't we? Uh, and then yeah, 
like the rest of it's just Toya. I mean, obviously Toya's probably having a big success at the moment. Well, um, just uh, before, before before we started recording, we were just having a little look on YouTube, and and top of, top of Roy's suggestions was <laughs> was a toy video, and you think, oh hello, <laughs> I but, know what's going been going on here. Well, for those that are a bit unaware, uh, every week uh, sun, uh, on a Sunday, Toya releases a, a little video of her and her husband uh, Robert Fripp, yeah, uh, doing a little cover. And uh, it's a bit of fun in lockdown in her kitchen. But for some reason, she started to kind of wear outfits that seem to kind of... They're they're suggestive, aren't they? (laughs) They're definitely suggestive. Uh, And so, yeah, I I think in the woke world we live in, I'm just going to leave that well alone. I'm not. (laughs) I'm sure not. He does smash her straight after, though, doesn't he? (laughs) The minute they've fucking pressed stop on that, f- that fucking iPhone, he's got a bent over the island, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Um, m- did you see uh, Attention to Me by the Nolans? Uh, I don't know that. Give a little bit, uh, give a little bit of attention to me. I don't think I know that. Oh, it's, it's in, the, in the charts there. I I did at number... Oh, yeah, it is. It's at number 14. Yeah. I mean, but again, before we started this, I, I showed you the video of the Nolans in what I imagine was probably about 87, 88, doing uh, a cover of uh, Panic by the Smiths. It's horrendous, isn't it? It's, uh, well, your exact words were, it's shit. <laughs> and it really was shit. It was four people... That four... got on TV, though. I oh, know. How did it get that far? I, I've, I've absolutely no idea. Like... What do you prefer, them doing Panic or Barrymore doing Backstreet's Back? That video of Barrymore doing Backstreet's Back is... It's what? amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm quite speechless because it's... He's not mucking around. No, he, he feels good doing it, doesn't he? Yeah. That's what makes it one of the most unpleasant things you will ever watch. Oh, then I found it like eerily fucking couldn't take your eyes off it. Yeah, of course, because you just couldn't believe what you was looking at. Yeah. It weren't like when he started out and he'd be having a bit of a laugh. He weren't. He was trying to do a dance routine and, yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that television's moved on. I just liked him singing Am I Sexual? And we were like, well, <laughs> that might have been the problem. <laughs> Backstreet's Back Passage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So, uh, I, I wanted to talk about, in, in the charts also, is public image with the flowers of romance. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that record, but I'll, I'll say John Lydon, you know, Johnny Rotten and, mm-hmm. and the Sex Pistols, along with Madness, were probably like one of the main things that made me want to be in a band. And I just thought, who made you want to be in a band? I don't know. I think, like, um, is that the performance on Top of the Pops where Jar Wobble has black tats and teeth and the camera pans around and he's sitting down playing bass 
and he just turns to the camera and just gives this fucking really mad <laughs> smile, and he's just got a load of teeth missing. Oh, is yeah, it? It's really fucking cool. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Because like you was in a couple of bands, weren't you? Yeah, I, I think I, I, I definitely reckon Madness would have like. Because I remember, like, I'd look at Madness and I'd just be thinking, they look like it's just them and their mates having a laugh. Yeah. And I liked that. And then, obviously, you know, the band, the first band was our mates having a laugh. I don't uh, remember looking at Madness and, like, because Madness's songs were so good. I don't remember hearing their songs and thinking, you know, and seeing them and thinking, we could do that. But I remember seeing them and thinking, I want to fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to think like what I would have seen because as somebody that couldn't really play an instrument and couldn't really sing. Yeah, but I was in that same boat as well. Yeah, but I, I think like yeah, not suggesting that Sykes can't sing at all, but that that kind of delivery of like almost like sort of telling it rather than singing it. Um, I really like the idea of that and sort of being able to sort of. The songs that sound like you can see them, like and you know you can really like picture it. Like what they sound. I think, yeah, madness. And I think maybe, I think more than anything, like I think at that age, I just wanted to show off in front of people. Yeah. And I remember like the big thing for me was like, um, like Grain Jill. Yeah. And just knowing that like they used to just get to like muck about making Grain Jill. Which was obviously a job, yeah. but they didn't have to go to normal school. They'd have like sort of people that would like teach them a little bit in and around their lesson, like in yeah. and around the acting. I remember thinking, I'd like that. Yeah, that looks fucking great. And like, so I remember thinking, like, I'd quite like to be like famous then. So, when how old would you have been then? Like twenty three. <laughs> like no, no, I reckon like I don't know when was like. I suppose it would have been like sort of Tucker and and Alan and Benny and like so I don't know. So like ten or ten or yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. And then by the time like it got to like Zamo and and stuff like that, I was fucking well on board with the idea of that. I just thought it was like yeah, I, I want to be, I want to be sort of famous for something like, but didn't really have, uh, I couldn't act and I couldn't sing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't. I couldn't really pick a band. I think off the top of my head, maybe with a bit more thought, I could. But I, I, maybe the Beastie Boys as well. Mm. Like hearing "License to Ill" and it just being like again a load of lads just fucking around. Yeah. You know, just showing off and being rude. Yeah, like I, I remember kind of being being over the field and and like reciting lyrics for it because you couldn't believe that it had the word "porno mag" in a song. Mm. Yeah. Like. Um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, I'm going to talk about um, some TV shows. Uh, one of the shows that was on... Uh, Sorry. Remember that? Yeah, well, Ronnie Corbett. Yeah. He's like a man-child, isn't he? Living with his elderly parents. Yeah. I, I remember thinking I was meant to really like it and not really liked it. But what that made me think, I'm going to find a tenuous link here. When do you think you really not wanted to say sorry and had to say sorry? When sorry seemed the hardest word. Hmm. Uh, Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I said I said sorry quite quickly. I don't think I've ever really had a problem saying sorry. Can right. you? Can, I mean, I'm sure you'll probably think of half a dozen instances where where I have where I have have been unable to say it, but. That incident for the for the people that don't know. So we we went up. We used to go up to London mm. and see bands and go to clubs. Mm. And we'd always cram like sort of normally. It would normally be like five or six of us in my Ford Escort estate. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> then we'd stop uh, on the way home in the, in the early hours of the morning. We'd stop at the at the Star Market. That's right. Uh, along from Tower Bridge. And uh, you'd just go through your pockets and whatever loose change you'd have, you'd just spend on snacks and yeah. all like, or pull the seats up and find a couple of quid that people had dropped down there the previous week. And uh, I would always get a, a bottle of strawberry milk and a Snickers and uh, drink the strawberry milk, put the Snickers on the dashboard, you know, creature habit and that, and then we'd just drive home and then eat me Snickers on the way home. And this particular week, there was five of us in the car, weren't there? It was me and uh, Pete. In the front, and then Mr. you, Gels. you, Gels, and uh, Courtney. Courtney in the back, and we was we was driving along. I'd got my Snickers, and uh, I've gone to gone to get it, and it's gone. And I'm like, where's my Snickers? And uh, no one knew anything that happened. It was only me and Pete in the front, and uh, I went, Pete, where's my fucking Snickers? Because you know, you, before you look for something properly, you have to accuse someone, don't you? Yeah. And so, um, I, I should point out that it, it was probably about four in the morning, so you would everyone was a bit tired, yeah. And like, so you, I'd had an excuse in a lot of ways for what unfolded, mm. 
Okay. Continue. So, so when when I went to get my Snickers, it weren't there. Yeah. And I asked Pete where it was, uh, and Pete said he didn't know where it was, and I was convinced he did know because he was smirking. Mm. And you know, and in retrospect, he might not have been smirking, or he might have been smirking about how angry I was in not being able to find a Snickers. But I took that to mean that he'd taken it. And they didn't it to wind me up. Yeah. But he was adamant that he hadn't. Yeah. But started laughing at me and going, you're mad, you never got one. And so I got the red mist and I said, if you say it one more time, I'm going to pull over the car and you're getting out. Yeah. And he went, you're going mad. And so I pulled the car over on, on the Canning Town flyover and uh, he went, I ain't getting out. And I said, yes, you are. And I leant over and undone the door and shoved him out. And then I went to drive off, and Gels went. You can't just leave him now. If 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 you if if you're leaving him there, you're leaving me there as well. So I went, right, fucking fine then. And you and you and Courtney were being quite quiet I was in the back. Very this quiet. Point. I was thinking, look, I'm all for one and one for all. But I ain't walking home from fucking Dagenham. And so uh, so Gel got out, and then he tried to hold the door open for Pete. And uh, I went like fuck off, and I sort of reversed the car a bit. And I didn't realise Pete had kind of come running up and I hit him, didn't I? Yep. And he was just, he's going, like, oh, oh. And you went, you can't just fucking let him. So you got out at this point and Courtney was being really quiet. And I think <laughs> Courtney just, Courtney sort of had, had sort of had to get out, didn't just, they? Just for listeners, they're obviously just realising what a fucking knob you was. You run someone over. It was very late at night and we were all... <laughs> We were all tired and irritable. <laughs> we're all tired and irritable. But I'd run over. I'd run over me mate, basically, <laughs> for a chocolate <clears throat> And then um, I've just gone. I've just gone to drive off. I can't remember whether Courtney was still in the car. But I've just gone to drive off, and um, Jill's jumped on the roof. Yeah. And I'm going down the Canning Town flyover, like that down the fucking slope bit. And Gels just appeared in front of the windscreen, like waving his arms around, like fucking Frank Spencer. <coughs> and um, he's like gesturing, and gesturing, and I've, I've, I'm going like fuck off, fuck off, and I put the windscreen wipers on to try and to try and get him off, right? And because um, I'd completely lost the fucking plot by this point, and um, he started pointing, and I've sat up. And there's my Snickers, like on the top of the dashboard, like where yeah. you couldn't see it, because I always, I was where I was tall, I was always quite reclined in my car. Yeah. But when I sat up, I saw the Snickers there, yeah. and I realised realised that I'd been wrong. Yeah. And so um, and you hadn't really looked for it. Well, it does yeah? It's not about whether I really looked for it. It's about I realised I was wrong. Yeah. And so I pulled over, and Jill uh, ran back up, and you all come down, didn't you? Helping Pete hobbling along. And, and all got everyone got back in the car. Quite quiet, wasn't it? It was quite quiet. And Pete got in and just fastened his seatbelt up. And I went, Pete, I'm really sorry. I found it on top of the dashboard. And Pete just looked at me and went, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't say another word the whole way home, did he? Do you know what? Like, it is weird. Like, you think of that whole scenario now. As blokes in their 40s, if someone had done that now, you'd never speak to them again. But the next day, we was already laughing about it, weren't we? Pete weren't. It, did take, it took him a couple of months, didn't it? Like, uh, but you say, I mean, we say that, but like, obviously every time we see Pete, we do still mention that. And there is always a little kind of glint in his eye where he probably just thinks, 
You cunt. Yeah, I always look, I always look at him, and there's something in the back of his mind that he he, he hasn't got revenge for it yet. And I know he's gonna fucking, he's gonna do something one day. <laughs> I'm just and I get don't run bl- over at the I, blue one day. I don't fucking blame him. Oh, what yeah. a cunt. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, if there was ever a sorry uh, ode, it was right there. Bar said sorry. You did, yeah, but you'd already run him over. Um, Oh, I'll tell you another time I said sorry. <laughs> was um, I ran that bloke over on a zebra crossing? Stop <laughs> running people over. <laughs> I was going up. I, I was going up to see the BGS at the Business Design Centre at this Caf, Capital FM Expo. They were just doing like a little acoustic set, and I was super fucking excited about it. And uh, <clears throat> so my uh, the girl I was seeing at the time, you know, because because you're young, you don't really fucking do any do anything. So we we uh, I said. Um, I'm going to drive up to London and find out where the venue is where I'm going to see the Bee Gees next week. And I know that show will a good time. Yeah. So um, we drove up and was driving along Upper Street in Islington. And um, I've seen where it is. And I'm like, oh, that's it. That's where I'm seeing the Bee Gees, right? And as I've just fucking looked in front of me, it's gone, Doom! this bloke's gone up on the bonnet on a zebra crossing, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then just fucking rolled down and, and like, land, like just disappeared. And, you know, you think, oh, fuck it, I've, I've run someone over on a zebra crossing. And then he's just appeared from below, like, from above the bonnet, right, with his headphones all askew like this. <laughs> and he's just come round, he's just come round to the window and got like, I think he went, you fucking cunt. And I went, I'm, I'm sorry, mate, I'm going to see the Bee Gees. <laughs> Why did you say that in a style of Frank Spencer then? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to see the Bee Gees. <laughs> But I was I was really fucking super remorseful because I thought I've really I thought I've really hurt him. Yeah. And you know, like I went, I'm really sorry, and I've just reached in my pocket, like because I thought I've got to compensate him in some way. But I only had a quid, and so I went, have a quid, and he went, fuck off, <laughs> like and just have, have a quid. <laughs> fucking hell! I mean, how offensive is that? You've just run him over. <laughs> Your life's worth a quid, mate. Yeah. Have a nugget. No, he was all right. Yeah. I uh, hit... I didn't hit uh, a person, but I hit a car at a zebra crossing outside the library in Greys. We, uh, and I had Pete in the car then, actually. Uh, and we was driving along, and uh, a uh, rather attractive young lady was walking <laughs> along the side of the road. Uh, and Pete went, for look at her... It was Pete, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you'd, you'd never have done that, so... No, I, I, I was just led astray. <laughs> and so, obviously, I turned to the left to see what he was talking about. And then, at that point, someone across the zebra crossing, so the car in front of me had stopped, so I just smashed <laughs> into the back of the car. And I was like, oh, no. And the fella got out, and he was really angry. And I was just doing... It was like that scene in the in-between. I was like, sorry, mate, sorry. He's like... <laughs> I, there's no, I can't argue my way out of this. Like, I had a really weird one the other day where I was out running uh, with my dog and I had my headphones on when I run. Yeah. Uh, and I was just running along and the dog was sort of running behind me on, on a lead. Uh, and then there was this couple sort of walking along that must have been like late 50s. And she's just gone, Oi! And so I've stopped and I've like took my headphones off and I was like, hello. And she, I went, you all right? And she went, your dog's just done a poo. <laughs> and I went, and like, he hadn't stopped like 
to like normally if he's gonna have a shit, he'll stop. We all do. Like, yeah. You don't run whilst Paula having... Radcliffe. <laughs> oh fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, and I and I was just like, Oh god and like she went I and, and I went oh, and I don't know why I said sorry, because I wasn't sorry for to her for anything and I was just like, Oh sorry. I said like I don't normally do stuff like that. I said, like, you know, I do clear up after my dog, and like, and I showed her that I had the bags tied to like the lead, and then she went, "I've seen loads of poo uh, on this path and other paths, and it's definitely yours." And I was like, "Well, she's some kind of shit expert, right?" And I went, "Rude," <laughs> and she went, "You're rude. Your dog's rude," and I was like bollocks and like her husband was standing there and as he started to walk off he went another bit there mate and I was like bollocks like <laughs> you just think like I was I'm not accountable for all of the dog shit in our hometown just all all just the same colour as that bit just fucking ridiculous and like and I thought and, and I was just really angry that I said sorry because yeah. I, I hadn't I hadn't had a shit it was me dog and I didn't know my dog had had a shit because he was running behind me and normally he'll have a shit at the park or he'll stop and then have a shit. Yeah. Not just knock one out as he's running along. Couldn't you retract the apology? Retracting the sorry! <laughs> no longer remorseful! <laughs> have you, you... I mean, have you found yourselves in situations where, like, uh, where, where you've kind of just sort of apologise for something and then like as you've just walked off short, actually no I'm not leaving that alone there I'm just going to go back and uh, and, uh, and and just add something else to it oh hold on I, I did want to fuck no I, I did want to while, while we was talking about it, I did want to say do you remember when we hit that old lady in the car um, because there were some attractive girls at the bus stop on the way to South End and we were leaning out the windows going like Oh, you know, like like, like Sid James and Bernard Breslau just hanging out the window, shouting those attractive girls at the bus stop. And um, the, there was an old lady in a mini, like slammed the brakes on outside the post office in Eastwood or fucking. Who was driving? Me. It was right. in my in my escort, and we've just gone crashing this old lady's car, like just hollering out the windows at these at these girls, and we had to pull over and swap details with the old. And she was really fucking nice about it, and I just went, "I'm really, really sorry." And then just like, you know, paid her outside the insurance and stuff. I it bet. didn't do loads of damage. it didn't do loads of damage, but it was embarrassing because you're never gonna pull anyone after you shouted out the window. We weren't gonna pull them anyway, just shouting out the window. <laughs> no. Oh dear. Like I mean you weren't, obviously. It was just it was just me shouting out the window. Yeah, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have. Like uh I would have uh, I would have just been sort of smiling and like just kinda probably yeah, more in more interested in sort of just engaging in a you know, a decent conversation where you would have been probably shouting and effing and jeffing. Um, Smooth operator. <laughs> uh, right, some other things that are uh, that were on uh, in uh, this month. Uh, game for a laugh. Have we spoke about that? No, we haven't spoken about game for a laugh. Did you? I, I think I used to like game for a laugh. I remember. Apparently, they offered it to the BBC and they said no, thank you. Uh, they thought it was a little bit too uh, rude, mm. so ITV snapped it up. So uh, it weren't a BBC show, though, was it? Like, no, no. But 
uh, I mean, it introduced us to, uh, to Jeremy Beadle, mm. uh, Sarah Kennedy. Now, uh, is she like a radio? Yeah, radio DJ, isn't she? Uh, and the Kelly brothers. Yeah, I mean, are you sure they're brothers? Because they've got the same surname and they're on a show together. You do the maths. Yeah, the uh, Mitchells. Well, they're not brothers. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Just one sounds more Irish than the other. Adopted. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Yep. Uh, Introduced us to the Kelly brothers, uh, Henry and Matthew. Um, obviously, uh, Henry went on to uh, major success in the heat is on. The did did when you go in for go in for gold. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Kelly, obviously... Uh, the rumours. Never proved. Uh, went on to uh, do Stars in Their Eyes. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, and I remember Just rumours. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be, you know... Cleared. <laughs> <laughs> cleared of any suspicion. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be cleared of any suspicion on the Acceptable in the 80s podcast. <laughs> So that was on, and uh, oh, three of a kind, three of a kind. I've not seen a picture of that for years. So three of a kind was uh, Lenny Emery, yep, David Copperfield, Copperfield. and Tracy Ullman. Was it Tracy Ullman? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it was like a sketch show, if I remember. And I remember loving it, like because obviously, like you knew Lenny Emery from Tiz was and things. Was it a sketch show? Was it a sitcom? I don't know. I'm sure it was a sketch show. Uh, I don't know. And obviously, I I don't think Tracy Ullman had done like. Uh, well, it was a sketch show. Don't know. Don't know. It's done all right, isn't she? Yeah, she's done really all right, isn't she? Weren't for her, he wouldn't have had The Simpsons. No. Uh, good pop songs. And. Uh, I don't know. Good pop song. Oh, I don't know. I really like Breakaway. I can break away. Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. It's it's not they don't know about us, though, is it? It's not they don't know about us. Sunglasses ain't a very good one. Uh, The Madness one weren't great either. My guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I I really liked Tracy Ullman. I thought she was great. Uh, So, yeah, that was on. Uh, yeah, I'm just, just that was pretty much a game for a laugh. Was like a kind of, if I remember rightly, it was like a sort of front runner for Beatles about it. Was kind of a little bit sort of, uh, I can't remember too much about it, but I remember it being like really popular. Beatle was still, Beatle was doing his Beatle things in it, wasn't he? I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Beatle was really big, wasn't he? Yeah, most of his body. Um, right, so just having a quick look. Uh, um, I'm not going to go uh, into the uh, the TV listings, but just a few things. Uh, obviously, yeah, Game for a Laugh. Uh, uh, it was on on the Saturday night. Uh, Wurzel Gummidge. I used to quite like Wurzel Gummidge. Did you? Yeah. Do you think like you used to quite like stuff because there was fuck all else on? Yeah, that would have that would have been it. Yeah. Because. I mean, at 10 o'clock in the morning, like, Joe 90 was on. And now you think, like, fucking hell. Like, that was 1991. When was Joe 90 made? Like, 71? It's, it's the 60s, wasn't it, Joe 90? Like, yeah, probably, yeah. And you just think, fucking hell. Like, why are you putting that old toilet on? Like, but I remember I would watch it. Yeah. 
yeah, Stingray, yeah. Thunderbirds, Captain Scarlet, and all of that. It's just fucking rubbish. Puppets. But then again, 835 Sesame Street was on, and that was really fucking good. Yeah, I used to like Sesame Street. I think it was because it was American. I think at that point, like everything in America just looked so much better, didn't it? And it just seemed more colourful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you've got America and then you've got the BBC and it's all just like, it's stuck in the fucking 1970s. It's all yeah. blo- just blokes in fucking brown roll necks. <laughs> Did you ever have a roll neck? I always really wanted a roll neck, but I never had one. And then I got one. And like, I sort of I remember thinking, yes, my roll neck. And then just like within sort of about a year, just like realising only wankers wore roll necks. Yeah. I had a Pierre Cardin roll neck. Uh, See, I had a roll neck. It, it was long after they were kind of casual. Yeah. I reckon mine probably would have been a little bit after that as well. Uh, but I remember getting it and like, and then rolling like the, the neck over. So like on the neck was where the little Pierre Cardin badge would be. Yeah. So I wanted to be like showing that off to everyone that gave a fuck. Uh but I didn't want them to look any further down because my tubby little man tits, it was so tight and it really accentuated my, my little fucking tubby body. And I remember just like having to then like wear like a jumper over it. And I just, every time I wore that roll neck at like family parties, mum would be like, take your jumper off, you're sweating. And I was like, no, I'm all right. I'm fine. <laughs> look at the badge, not the moves. <laughs> exactly that. No, but that was a look, that was a look though. Pierre Cardin roll neck, Lyle and Scott V-neck over the top. Yeah, I would not have had a Lyle and Scott fucking V-neck over the top. I would literally have Slash. had some fucking... Slazinger? It would have been, It probably wouldn't even have been as cool as that. It probably would have just... Paolo Rossi. Yeah. Just looking through... Was there anything you wanted to talk about on the, on the TV from... No, I didn't, I didn't even look up TV because I, I thought you'd do it. Uh, right, so I'll just have a little look through... Uh, the news stories as well. Oh, they launched the space shuttle for the mm. first time. Can you remember watching that? I can't. I can't remember watching it, but I must have watched it. I, I would have watched it definitely because because we we'd have just got back from America now, and like spoil. <laughs> we just got back from Clacton, and uh, and. Of, you know, went went back to school, you know, with just like a, a stick of rock, whereas obviously you probably just would have gone back in with your fucking Mickey ears on. The big hot dog! <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it was one of them moments where the trolley with the telly got wheeled out into the hall and we all just sat there, like, oh, really? cross-legged on the floor and watched a rocket take off. Yeah. And I do remember thinking, like, wow. But then... Did I really know what was going on? They were just kind of rocket. I was probably just thinking like, you know, thinking about Star Wars and stuff. Yeah. Like I don't think I'd ever really. I remember thinking the space shuttle looked cool because all the other rockets were just like the ones that just looked like a stick of rock. Yeah. Right? And this one looked. It looked like, like a plane, didn't it? Yeah. I don't think that's pretty cool. Like the the, the spaceships that go up into space now. Do they are they still that shape? I have no fucking idea. But they didn't put another space shuttle into space, did they, after the big fucking accident? No, probably not, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I remember, like, sitting in school in the hall and I can picture watching that. But, uh, would you go into space? 
would I go into space? Um, yeah, like, if it worked out to be financially viable, you know, if it weren't millions of fucking pounds... Um, oh, right, sorry. What, you want to get paid to go into space? No, no, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I want... What, so, would you go into space? No. Why not? It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be that much fun, is it? But they might have some really good DVDs and that on the, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be rigmarole. And I just think, like... The... Oh, you fucking miserable cunt. No. I'll be up there with me Walkman and I'm like... Ba, 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 ba. That is planet Earth. Ba, ba, ba. Nah, be, there, wouldn't it be fucking... Wouldn't it be an experience to see the planet you fucking come from, from up in the sky? Nah, send me a picture. Send me a picture. I, like, I don't know whether there'd be any 4G up there. Like, again, there you go. This is what I'm saying. It's stuff like that. that I just think, oh. Oh, look, I'm not going to space because I can't check my social media. Yeah, you ain't going to get Someone Netflix. might have liked something and I'll, I'll miss it. I need that hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, imagine fucking space selfies, the amount of fucking blue thumbs up you'll get. Fuck's oh, sake. Yeah, I, nah. I, I just wouldn't go into space. What are you hoping to get from going into space? Yeah, but I've, it's never been a massive fuck. You like you're talking now, like it's on my Captain Tom's bucket list. Like, like you know, I have to fucking. No, I'm not asked about it. But I'm just saying, if it became commonplace to go into space, and it weren't millions of fucking didn't pounds, say that. Well, like a couple of grand, uh, and you could go into space. Then, then I'd, I'd probably go into space. All right. Yeah. You know, How long are you staying up there? Well, just I'll wait. And you ain't see. having a cheap day return. Like you're just <laughs> gonna go to go up there, have a selfie, and then come back. If you go into space, they're up there for fucking ages, and it's like, what is there to do? No, but they're like, by the time you know, you haven't got to fucking go and like grow seeds in the fucking space center. Or where I'm speaking just... of seeds, right? So imagine you're up there for a week, right? And you end up just feeling a bit sexy in space, right? So you have like a space wank, right? What, just trying to swim away from your juice floating but, up but, in the air. But when, what happens? Does it does it disappear over time, or will there literally just be like a you know like little kind of like globules of spaff just like floating around the plane like non-stop? Yeah, but what you have to do is you have to just like you can just float a bit of tissue up in the air ready for it, and then when you shoot your load, you just kind of grab the tissue and just kind of like cup it downwards, get it into the tissue, and then just put it in one of the bins. Just complicated, mate. Too complicated. Well, I think we've got the bottom of the fact the only reason you're not going into space is because you're worried about spaffing on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Where's my jizz going to go? Just quickly, uh, obviously it was the the Eurovision uh, and and the Fizz won it. Has there been any other good uh, Eurovision songs? Whatever. Mm. Um... I quite like what's Bardo. One step across the run, you could have been, been there. there. Could have turned around and turned yeah. around. Yeah, see, I like that. Uh, There's got to be some other other good foreign ones. Was, oh, there was there was one the other year that was all right. What was Johnny Logan's? Hold me now. Oh me now. That's one. Have oh, you seen that song on the terraces? Oh yeah, that's a little fucking bottom lip trembler. That weird that though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. I, I like that song. Yeah. Did he have another hit? He did. He did yeah, he done Eurovision t- twice. Was that a Eurovision song? I don't know. Let's, let's have a look. Let's have a little look. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't. Uh, Bardo was just a poor man's fees, wasn't it? Was that before? What, that was that after fees? Yeah, definitely. It post was, post it, fees. It, it, it was a poor man's dollar, and that's saying something. Uh, Johnny Logan. He lives local, doesn't he, Dollar? Yeah. David, David Van Dyne? Yeah, he uh, he lives on Chafford. Uh, right, what was his what was his hits? Uh, estimated net worth of Johnny Logan is ten million dollars. There you go, who's the cunt? <laughs> He's probably got enough money to go in space. Uh <laughs> Any time he wants. Uh, uh, hold me close. What was his other one? Uh, That's hold me now, wasn't it? Hold me now. Oh yeah, it was, that was uh, Essex one. I hate fucking hold me. Close. That was on the fucking. That was on the Burton's tape, and you'd have to hear it about five times. They like, hold me close, don't let me go. Oh no, dog shit. What was that voice then? David Essex. Really? Yeah. T.I. I think I love you and I want you to know. Do you know? That's dog shit, that song. Uh, let's try and have a look on here, because I can't. With your love light shining, every cloud's got a silver. What's another? Lining. What's another year? don't know that one. We're going to have to edit this bit out. It's just you looking on the internet for something. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Um, <clears throat> I, I'll tell you a, a, an 80s artist that, uh, that adds some tunes that never, ever gets uh, mentioned. Who? Uh, Jim Diamond. No, no one mentions Jim Diamond anymore. 
Was he like a poor man's Phil Collins? Or am I just saying that because he was like short and bald? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. You a fan? Um, wrote the theme tune to Boone, didn't he? Ha ho, silver. silver. Got me Lone Ranger. <laughs> Riding on down, yeah, yeah, that was all right, wasn't it? What else did he do? I should have known better. Was that? I should have known better. I like that. I won't let you down. Won't let you down again. That was his band, though. That one, wasn't it? Was it PhD or something they were called? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you reckon he was a bloke? Jim's a pretty bloke name, isn't it? He's a, oh, diamond. a diamond. Yeah. Jim and he's a diamond. Geezer. Yeah. 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 Oh, he can go in uh he can go in a bloke gang. Uh yeah. Oh I will look I don't we're not recording. Uh by the time we've edited out half the fucking stuff you've said, <laughs> we've probably got about ten minutes left. But we're at uh, one hour twenty now. I'm just Hello. trying to see if there was uh any oh yeah, I'll tell you some of the things uh, that happened in uh, in uh, April nineteen eighty one. Uh the boat race and the Grand National. But they always happen, don't they? I suppose so, but I didn't know they happened in April. And so just uh, two things that seem to be more important then than they do now. Or maybe that's just because I'm old. But I remember like watching the boat race. Couldn't give a shit. No, I don't think I've ever watched the boat race because I've that fucking little interest. Yeah. And what about the Grand National? Like, your mum and dad would have a bet, wouldn't they? My, my granddad always had a bet on the Grand National, so like, I had a bet on the Grand National. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't, don't anymore. You ever been in the bookies? Yeah, like a couple of times, just to, just to put bets on for, for me granddad. Yeah. <clears throat> I never done, I've never done bets or anything for myself. Weird, aren't they? That they, they're, they're like, they're everywhere, and they're like strange little places, aren't they? Yeah. Because I don't necessarily sell anything at bookies, and like, and you go. They do though. Hope. <laughs> yeah, the dream. They do. They, they sell hope, don't they? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, broken homes, failed marriages, and uh, and despair. Um, yeah, and I always like. Every time I've gone in there, it's one of them things. Like when you go and see a mechanic, I feel intimidated. Yeah, because again, don't really, you don't really know what to do, though, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Someone will say odds to me, and I don't understand it, and I'm like, can I just put like a fiver on that? And even if like I'm probably going to end up if I win, winning a quid, I just want to, I want the transaction done and dusted, and I want to get out of there. Yeah, and then I'll just walk out of there like acting a bit odd. I've just been in the bookies and put a bet on. Yeah, hoping you hoping you see one of your mates as yeah. you're coming out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's I been just, putting a bloody bet on, and I just stuck a bullseye on, and I like. Yeah, don't do that. Same same with like mechanics, any kind of environments like that. I get imposter syndrome. I I, I used to fucking hate that um <clears throat> going to uh, get a new tire at the tire place in Chadwell cuz they're much cheaper than quick fit. You get a part worn. Yeah. At Chadwell tires. But you go down and the first thing they say is um what you're after. I'm like tire for me my escort estate like, what kind you know just one of the normal ones that you have on escort estates oh no what what what's the what yeah, what size is it what number is it I'm like i don't know mm. <laughs> <laughs> i 
and there's about five of them all just crack up like it's the funniest fucking thing ever. Yeah. That you don't know what what you know what fucking size your tie. See, that's when you should adopt the Joe Pesci Goodfellas approach to things. Like what one? Uh, Ram one, you smart cunt, and then just stick a fucking <laughs> bottle over his head, and then see how much his mates laugh. That because they're all the scenarios that go through my head. But then I'll, I'll just kind of like nervously laugh and go, oh, yeah, I know, I'm such a fucking Wally. And I, yeah, whatever one it takes, mate, yeah. How much is it? All oh, right, it's a bit more than what I thought, but I won't say that. I'll go, yeah, no worries, mate. I'll just go and get the cash out for you. And then I'll just drive off just feeling like I've just been proper fucking stitched up and embarrassed. Oh, it's rubbish, isn't it? Mm. Did I ever tell you about the time that uh, I, uh, me and uh, Justin uh, had to get rid of all the boxes of... Um, leftover flyers from my flyer packs nah so we went to a basically I used to do these flyer bags and then basically at the end of each year I still have like a few boxes of flyers and stuff like leftover so it was like right I need to get rid of these and I could just put them in the bin but no I'm going to do the right thing I'm going to get them recycled and so there was a place in Basildon so uh, we loaded like I don't know six or seven of these like, boxes of like magazines or flyers whatever yeah. it was into Justin's car and we went down there, and it was that scenario. Like, you walked into this, like, big fucking, like, warehouse, and then there was a massive, like, fucking sea of, like, cardboard and stuff like that. And just, like, four geezers just sitting on, like, plastic chairs, just chatting away. Like the blokes at the tip. Like, yeah. that, that, just, that just think that, you know, they're basically the president of that square mile. I remember before we went in, we could see them all there, and I went to just, right, we've got to be blokes in here. And like, and so you sort of walk in, I might have gobbed on the floor before I walked in. Scratching nuts. Like, and I was just like, uh, all right, fellas. And they would just sort of look at me as if to say, like, because they know, don't they? You you ain't a bloke. And like, and I'd be like, uh, it's got a shit in the motor, like, uh, I might sling it in now. And, uh, and they were like, yeah. And uh, so we've then gone back out and uh, we've both walked in with a box each and just like thrown it into the pile of of, of like cardboard. <clears throat> gone back to the car and then as I've walked in, one of them's gone, here mate, uh, lob it right out there. Like try and get it like, as far out as you can so it don't all back up. So I'm, yeah, yeah, sweet bruv. And like, so I thought I'll just walk out on like the cardboard a little bit and throw it. But what I didn't realise was where the cardboard started when I stood on it, that it was in fact a pit and <laughs> and was about fifteen foot deep. And then Justin turned round from his car and just seen me disappear <laughs> into like a fucking hole. And then literally I remember like being pulled out by these bugs. <laughs> by my hands because <laughs> I fell in this massive fucking hole of like cardboard and they sort of pulled me out and obviously they they must do that to so many people and I was just like yeah oh fucking hell yeah obviously like Justin was pissing himself like instantly that they loved him because he was laughing at me as well it yeah. was like me mate and them cunts all just fucking roaring laughter at me fucking falling and it really hurt as well, but I sort of just got out. I was like, oh, "Fucking hell, you muppets!" And I then got in my car and just thought, oh, oh, "I hate them times when it really hurts and you have to fucking style it out." Yeah, Justin told me a story once where he was uh, walking down to his shop, and he, he's, his house is on a really, really like 
naughty estate. And uh, and he was sort of walking to the shop, and he said, I've just got up in the so I've just stuck like this like woolly hat on. And I was walking down to get like fucking bottle of milk or whatever. And he said, and like, as I was walking up to the shop, there was like sort of five or six like youths, all being proper Larry, and they were all looking at him. So he said, like, I kind of sort of put my chest out a bit and I had a little bit more of a swagger and tried to look a bit tough. But he said, but just as I got close to him, the tree that was, like, growing over this garden, the branch just clipped the top of me woolly hat and it just boinged me hat <laughs> off me head. <laughs> and it, like, flicked up. So he said, I was literally there just jumping up trying to retrieve me hat in front of all these kids going, ah! <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. I mean, we'll be back next month to uh, to discuss uh, more adventures of trying to be blokes uh, and failing miserably. Um, if you've got any stories of uh, blokeness that you've uh, that you've uh, come across in your time, drop us a message uh, either on um, Cunt's Insta or my uh, Stew Whiffin Insta. Drop us a little message about some uh, some instances. And, and again, like also, you know, if you've got memories or weird funny stories about tv shows or films from from you know 1981 then uh chuck them our way and we'll uh we'll see uh if we can give them a shout out oh uh, yeah and also um, if you've always got anything wrong just yeah just just feel free to correct him (laughs) or if there's any time you want to back me up about green lights in the sky or paul Paul radcliffe Radcliffe shitting herself It's always very welcome. (laughs) See ya. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. 